Hey, it's the Baldy Bishops. All right, Alan. Hey, Matt. You alright, man? Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel a little bit nervous about this because it's it's been so long since we've done one. How do we how do we do this? <laughs> how do we do the introduction stuff? I feel like it's not going to be like riding a bike. You know how they say if you've done it, yeah. if you know how to do it in the past, and you just hop back on. But. It's awkward. I'm, I'm like I can't even make eye contact with you as I stare into your face. Um, so yeah, we're <laughs> well. It's been a while. Yeah. So yeah, we've had better segues. Yeah, that's that probably should cut that bit about looking at you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we've been. You've been in the states, and yeah. I've been here and, up and all, down the country, all across the country, <clears throat> and in the Netherlands. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been great, great summer. We've also been here as well, a bunch doing doing stuff. But just life's been pretty busy as well, hasn't it? So yeah, hectic, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we opted not to do um, <clears throat> a virtual body bishops. We thought about doing it through over like Zoom or something like that, yeah. but. Quality wouldn't be good, so quality. We wanted also, to give everyone listening the best quality yeah. the body bishops. And just time, just time <laughs> off from each, not from each other, yeah. but just from yeah, <laughs> from, no, from right. ministry yeah. was important. Yeah, uh, but what a great day yesterday was when we got to watch some new people who profess faith in Christ this year get baptized and mm-hmm. people become members of the church yesterday. It was Beautiful, just a man, really yeah. sweet day. Yeah. So God's working. The gospel's still powerful, still yeah. saving souls. Yeah. I'm sure this will come back into play a little bit later, but Hudson Taylor, um, missionary to China, said, God is always advancing. Mm, mm. You know, and it's it's good when you can actually see that because some days it doesn't feel like it does. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's been encouraging, man. It was, yeah, it was, it was a really good day. Lots of tears. <laughs> good <laughs> tears celebration. Too, yeah. yeah, joy and Happy beautiful, tears. man. So we're going to go back to the One Another series. Uh, I, the church is loving this Seriously, we're getting lots of wonderful feedback from people so much um, about about how much they're loving this idea of gospel community and seeing that sort of we never knew it was so heavily emphasized in the scriptures, you know. Um, so yeah, it's been great. I've loved it. I've loved seeing people get it more and um, seeking to grow into it. People's prayers changing and stuff, and it's just a wonderful church to be a part of. Um, Amen. Yeah. So yeah, you. we're in Philippians. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I taught this a few weeks back. Uh, two did two episodes. Well, <laughs> I didn't call them episodes at the time. Uh, two messages in Philippians, um, and then you are back in podcast mode, aren't you? <laughs> Straight in there. Uh, so, just by way of remembering what this is all about, we have gospel truth mm-hmm. the the truth of the gospel, the doctrine um, of forgiveness of sins, eternal life through Jesus Christ, and all He's done for us, and is doing, and will do which gives us a gospel identity. So it, it, it reforms our identity from being, we're no longer, our identity isn't found in our sin or in our suffering or in our accomplishments, but in what Jesus Christ has, mm. is, and will do. Mm. And if I truly believe that, I'll start living that out in my life, which is gospel practice. Mm. And then if I'm amongst a group of people who are believing and practicing, then we have a gospel community. Yeah, it's inevitable, isn't it? If, yeah. if I'm yielding to the gospel truth in my life and applying it to my life mm-hmm. as I interact with others, it will create that gospel community. Yeah. And the thing about the gospel practice then that we've been emphasizing because it seems the new Testament emphasizes it heavily is that most of gospel practice involves the one another in of each mm-hmm. other. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going to be looking at. So just, uh, just very quickly looking at some gospel truth and gospel identity in, in the, to begin Philippians. Cause 
it's always we we never practice in a vacuum the gospel practice it has to come from our from the truth of the gospel mm. and our identity in the gospel so verse two uh grace and peace comes from god who is our father and from the lord jesus christ our mm. savior so mm. we receive grace and peace from him mm. um verse six tells us uh, paul so confident that uh, god who has begun a good work in the philippians is going to complete that work until the day of Jesus. So the work has begun and it's going to be finished. He's never going to give up and walk away from you. As bad as you get, <laughs> as awful as you are, if you're his and he's begun the work, he's never going to finish. He's never going to stop and give up the work. Man, and that's good too, because I alluded to this just a minute ago. Um, there there are definite times where we we question whether mm. or not God is working. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah. and then sometimes that comes out in our, our theology in, in bad ways. Because we we can have the view that um, God is not at work, so God's doing nothing in me. Mm, mm. Um, but God is never doing nothing in yeah, me. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So He is He's working. He yeah. He's begun the work. He's doing the work, and the work will be complete mm. when we see Jesus. So that's so just, that's this beautiful gospel truth. It is, uh, verse twenty one: To die is now gain because of Jesus. Verse twenty three: The reason to die is gain is because. When we depart, we are with Christ, which is far better. And mm-hmm. um, we did a, a cool Baldy Bishop tag team message yeah. in the youth weekend away. Um, and then verse 27, uh, let your conduct or your citizenship be worthy of the gospel of Christ. And mm-hmm. um, Paul's writing to the Philippians. Why is why is citizenship important to the Philippians? Are you asking me? Put, yeah, put you on the spot, but... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to? I, I did this because I wasn't ready for yeah, this. Yeah, sorry. So it's okay, man. So um, you're going you're gonna to say it. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you do know. So because <laughs> we've, we've talked about it. Yeah. So and before that, but um, so Philip Philippi was a Roman colony. Right. Uh, long time, quite a few years before all this, there was a war, and as a result, they got they got Roman citizenship. Not everyone was a Roman citizen back mm. then, but mm. there's veterans of Rome there. Yeah. Um, so basically. Uh, Roman citizenship citizenship is seen as a really important and vital thing in Philippi. And those who have it are very proud to have it because it's a very good thing to have. Mm. And I mean, like the Roman Empire and Roman citizenship is a big thing in the whole of the empire anyway, but especially here in Philippi. And there was, you're jogging my memory a little bit, but there was a scenario in Philippi where they were, where they were terrified when there was the uproar, you know, that that like they're, Mm their citizenship would be taken away. Yeah, you know, yeah, for, so, for what they did. Yeah, so it was a big deal to them. It's a big deal. And so verse 27 says, only let your conduct or your citizenship be worthy of the gospel of Christ. So what it's saying here, before we look at the living out thing, is that Paul's saying, you're not, you're citizens of the gospel now, right? You're citizens of the gospel of Christ. And he says that again in chapter three, like citizens of of Christ and of the gospel of the kingdom. Mm. Um, so that's my newfound identity that I'm, mm. I'm a citizen and, um, I know some Americans who are transitioning to become British citizens mm-hmm. and that's a very, you know, it's a, in that day, it's like, it's a lovely thing, but how much more beautiful. And you, and those who do that have to pay a lot of money and oh, yeah. pass tests, yeah. but this citizenship in Christ is freely given because someone's mm. already paid for it. Comes so. from the grace and peace in verse number. Yeah, man. Three. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So that's, that's just gospel truth and gospel identity. We could go into it a lot more, but we're trying to get into the one another's. So the first thing we're going to look at today is is verse twenty seven actually, and it's and it's this: live as worthy citizens of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, before we look at verse twenty seven, so we don't let's imagine we don't know what's coming next, right? What would that? What do we think that would look like? Live as worthy citizens of the gospel. 
that's well we, we we typically think of strict moralism don't we? yeah it can become yeah all these moral things we have and, yeah yeah requirements yeah. and it can, not, not that morality anywhere. is inherently bad you know what I mean? like <laughs> definitely <laughs> forget morality um so like yeah so there's so many ideas about what that could be mm-hmm. um and yet when we get into it verse 27 let your conduct your citizenship be worthy of the gospel um and then it gets down to it that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel so there you are according to paul the apostle inspired by the holy spirit the way to live as a worthy citizen of the gospel mm. is by one Starting another together yeah, yeah. this Absolutely. one another stuff this unity this one-mindedness that we're called to have mm. for one another and then it says in verse 28 and not being terrified by your adversaries so yeah. it's, it's got those two things but stand fast yeah um not stand fast like individually stand fast together yeah. right yeah. in one spirit mm-hmm. uh in one mind or or some have translated it one soul another and that idea of like having that affection and that desire and that heart and then striving together is the idea of contending side by side mm. for one another. Mm. So there you are, man. That's how to live worthy. Man, it's, it's not what we think because we, we, we think that um, walking worthy of the gospel is, and I'm, it's, it's, no doubt it's part of it. We think it's primarily our individual personal walk. Right. But it's it's something it's, on, it's a, on a corporate level. Yeah. yeah, the way to walk as a worthy citizen yeah. is to be in community with the other citizens. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, the idea of being a citizen of Britain means I'm one of many, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a citizen of the gospel of Christ. Mm. I'm one of many people. And the way to walk worthy of that is to live as if that's true, that I'm part mm. of the many. Yeah, because citizenship is all about like identity and rights and privileges. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's like the big thing about citizenship. This is so. This is who I am. But here are my rights and privileges as, mm. as a citizen. Mm. But those rights and privileges are never really uh, shared like just individually. It's like you don't, you don't take it home and you're just like sitting, Yeah. you know, but it's, yeah. it's as a community, as a, as a nation, this defines us individually, yeah. but it's you know, on a large scale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we, I went and seen a Stoke versus Rotherham the other day and uh, it was on both sides. So, I mean, being amongst the crowd of Stokies, we won six one. So it was just like <clears throat> every goal it was just epic. Yeah, wasn't oh, it? Know, it was unbelievable, man. So brought Emmy Emmy along. Emmy's never seen him score one goal in all the matches he's been to. Six one. And every time they score, the whole stadium's like erupting as as one. Mm. You know, that's the mm. idea. Like you're one individual, but you're one of many. Yeah. And, and you're one group of people. And you know, we're singing the songs and we're celebrating and um but then when Rotherham scored one goal you know, and there was like 15 Rotherham supporters <laughs> and you could, and they all got up as one, you know, mm, and mm. when they, when Rotherham scored, you could hear them, even though it was only 15, you could hear them roar that, mm. that yeah, you know, we're one. Um, and th- this is it. Like we're, we're part, we're one, but we're part of the many. Yeah. Um, it was the, really cool yesterday, wasn't it? With uh, Old Church Arise when we sang that song, mm. how it's like a, um, like a, a call to the yeah. church to like come together like yeah, that. Yeah. One voice. One. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love taking, we don't have to do it every time, but I love taking the hymns that are individual, like Christ died for me. And, you know, he's done this for me. And I love just making them plural every now and then, like Christ mm. died for us. And, um, mm. you know, cause it's just such a beautiful thing that we're seeing this together as a family. This is yeah. what he's done for us. Yeah. We don't have to do that, but I like it. But, but there yet. was something really sweet about yesterday because we had baptism and church membership. So it was, Everyone knew what we were doing there, we were doing together. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was you and me baptizing 
uh, the, the people in the baptism pool, but but the church was like, we're baptizing them. Yeah. And yeah. then it was all these people coming into membership, mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, well, we're adding them into membership. Yeah. yeah. Individual people from the church praying for the different people yeah. being baptized yeah. and becoming members. It's it really, one, really man. sweet. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. So, so that's what it means to walk worthy. The, the world's against us. The flesh is against us. The devil's against us. But us together. Um, and this is what it means to walk worthy. Not, not the big dramatic stuff. Rather, according to Paul, the way to walk worthy of the gospel of Christ is by being one together, being mm. united together, being there for each other. Simple mm. stuff. Uh, now, in the for the faith of the gospel, right? It's not one, not unity in like my my love for oat cakes. Yeah, it's it's unity mm. in my love for Christ and his his true gospel yeah. message. Oat cakes is a close second. I mean, but, yeah, it's yeah. they're up there, but it's not <laughs> <laughs> a whole other category, right? Um, so that 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 was surprising to me. Um, studying this epistle for the one another's, I was like, man. Of all the things Paul could write in verse 27 about how to be worthy of the gospel, he says, unity, Mm. oneness, togetherness, community. Um, So then we get over to chapter two and uh, we get to verse one to verse four. um, And Paul Paul says, if there's any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love, any fellowship of the spirit, if any affection and mercy. Now, of course, this this is rhetorical Mm -hmm. because there is, right? (laughs) There is. There is comfort and consolation and encouragement in Christ, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, loving comfort, there's fellowship, there's affection, and there's mercy. Um, so all these things come from Christ. And so what's he what's he saying? Like, what does he mean? Like, if there's any of these things in Christ? I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep through. So he's like, if there is any consolation in Christ, if there is any comfort of love, if there is any fellowship. Um, well, let me ask you this way. Is there any of these things in Christ? Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think he's hypothetically saying, assuming that there already is. Yeah. You know that there is. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. prompting them on to yeah taking hold of that. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, that's it, man. Okay. You gotta, I just didn't ask it well. So <laughs> if if you're truly connected to the actual source of encouragement, which is consolation, if you're actually connected to the source of loving comfort, of fellowship, the source of affection the very source of mercy, then live like that's true. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. If there is any of this in Christ and you're one in Christ, mm. then first to fulfill my joy. <laughs> like mm. I'm sitting here in prison and it would give me such joy to know that you are then living like it's true, that these mm. things are found in Christ. Now, how do you live like that's true? How do you live like it's true that there's encouragement, loving comfort, fellowship, affection, and mercy in Christ? How do you live like it's true? Well, according to that, he says uh, to be like-minded, Yeah, to have the same love of one accord, of one mind. Same stuff, man. Yeah. Same as earlier on. How to walk worthy of the gospel? Oneness, togetherness, community. How do you how do you live like it's true that there's that Jesus is the source of encouragement and loving comfort, fellowship, and affection and mercy? By the same stuff, um, being like-minded. Mm-hmm. So having the same mind, having the same love, being of one accord, which means united, and having one mind, which is one purpose. Mm. Um, and then we get we crack down into it in verse three and verse four. It's no longer making decisions based on what we want or what or what I want, uh, or based <clears throat> on what my, me and my clique within the church family wants, um, or what what make me look good in front of others. Mm. So that's verse three. If you want to grab verse three, I probably should have got verse three and then said that. Yeah, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. All right. So selfish ambition, what I want, 
um, what me and my clique wants or, or conceit, the kind of what makes me look good in front of other people. Mm. Um, mm. But instead of that, I'm going to, I'm going to humbly count others as more significant than me. Mm. That's good, man. That's not what the world says. No, the world's all about entitlement. Yeah. You deserve this. You deserve more, you know? Yeah. Every yeah. five minutes, someone posts on Facebook. I'm going to stop making it about other people now and start making it about myself. Yeah. It's right, like, yeah. actually, you've probably been making it mostly about yourself <laughs> all along. Time, yeah. And now you're going to definitely make it about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well done. You're just, you're just telling us what you were thinking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to humbly count others as more important than me. I'm going to be, uh, someone's trying to be moved to treat one another as more important than yourself. I'll mm. be moved to do that. Um, so I'm not just thinking about the things going on in my life but on the needs and concerns of my brothers and sisters. That's verse four. You got verse four. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also the interest of others. Right. So it's not just what's going on in my life, Mm -hmm. the things that are concerning to me and worrying me and going on in my family, but on the needs and concerns of my brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm meant to look out for those things. Mm -hmm. Um, That's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard because that's, man, that's the only life we've ever known apart mm-hmm. from Christ mm-hmm. is because like verse, verse three is entitlement. Verse four is selfishness. So it's like, that's, that's all we've known from birth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for, for, for God to be like, don't do that. <laughs> we've we've got to go back to the beginning, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Like gospel, gospel truth, gospel yeah. reality. Yeah. And, and yeah, the spirit of God working this in me. Absolutely. Yeah. Because there's consolation, loving comfort, fellowship, and affection and mercy in Christ. He's the mm-hmm. source. We're connected to him. That's it. So this can flow out of us. Um, but when I'm sick, all I think about is me, to be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm Victoria <clears throat> think says I'm the worst patient. You know, I've got the man cold or the man flu and uh, or worse things. I'm just like miserable me. And it's all about me. And um, mm-hmm. But Christ has called me, even in those moments where I'm thinking about my own interests, I'm also meant to be thinking about the interests of others, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I do see that in our church family, actually, people who are dealing with, with difficult illnesses and people struggling through chemo at the moment who, who also have just a real love and care for other people going through mm. stuff. Yeah. And that's yeah. beautiful. That's Christ. It's hard <clears throat> it stuff, is, you know? It? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, that's not naturally acquired, is it? Yeah. When, when finances are shaky and there's someone else in the church who has a financial need we're being called to like consider them consider others not mm-hmm. just your own interest when when i'm stressed i stop caring about the needs around me because it's like oh, i'm just so stressed about i'm so in this thing i don't i'm not looking around at the needs around me um when things are up in the air and chaotic i no longer have eyes to see or a heart that cares about mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. but but what jesus is calling me to here is to see to care to think about, to share, to give, to serve in whatever circumstance. Mm. So it's good, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's impossible. <laughs> I if, know, but, uh, but it's like if 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 the go- if go- the gospel is reality, mm-hmm. then live like it's reality. Mm-hmm. So like, learn to depend on the gospel and Christ. And you were, you were talking a minute ago about all of this coming from the Spirit, the Spirit doing it through us, and it sounds so simple. It kind of is simple. But it doesn't make it easy mm-hmm. where it's like yield to the work of yeah. the spirit doing yeah. this. Like, and, and then, of course, we're going to see the example in a minute, yeah, but man. it's like yield to this and pursue this. This is what grace is going to, this is, this is the, what grace is seeking to achieve. And yeah, this is what grace lived out or worked out of you will look like in the yeah. end. So mm-hmm. um, the flesh will never live up to this. 
this is why we need the spirit of God to work the gospel in us every day. So, um, yeah. So, it, I mean, it's, it's everything though, man. It's, it's, you know, it, it's thinking about seating arrangements. It's thinking about, you know, I, I think about it when I, when I'm going to go park at the church and you, you put this in my mind back when I started, like there's, you pass all these other spaces and you're like, well, there's older people than me who kind of need to get a quick walk to the church, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, man, that's so good to like have that thought process. Like, oh, there's a car park for me. Mm-hmm. Or like, well, there's, you know, other people might need that space more than I do. I can park further along and walk back, you know, just mm-hmm. little simple things. I mean, even with our words, the way we use our words, um, being thoughtless and careless, you know, we need to think this is, this is, I'm not looking out for the interest of my brother and sister by using my words in this way. I'm not highly esteeming them by using my words in that way, you know? Yeah. So yeah, th- that's how to fulfill the joy of Paul um, and the Holy Spirit's inspiring this. So it must be a way to give great pleasure and joy to Christ mm. by seeing his brothers and seeing his people live this way. Um, it's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to finish in verse five to 11 because we just want to, this is such a beautiful passage, but just seeing how Christ is, is he lived this way. This is, this is what God, the son, the creator of the heavens and the earth, who receives all glory um, and worship from the angels. This is what he was willing to do. And, He's first of all our savior, but then he's also our example. Mm. And we're, we're his followers. So we're called to follow him and what he does. Yeah. So, man, this is, this is one of your favorite passages. So why don't you uh, speak into it? Man, I love, I love just that he follows up being of one mind. He's saying be like-minded, be of one mind. And then he immediately says in verse five, let this mind be in you. So it's like the spirit is trying to do this in you. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Spirit is trying to lead you to, to be like this. And he, this is the work that the Spirit's doing. Yeah, man. And then um, in, in verse 6, um, and this is this is like, to me, I think verse, verses 6 and 7 are the the biggest displays of what real um, godly humility really looks like, mm. right? Because it's like he was in the form of God. We're talking about this, the second person of the Trinity. Thought of not to robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation, and willingly took upon him the form of a servant coming mm. in the likeness of men. So it's like, you want to know what humility looks like. Yeah. You don't want to know what it looks like to set aside privileges for the benefit of others. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah set aside privileges for the benefit of others. That's good, man. Um, and then he just keeps humbling himself and verse it, right? Yeah, yeah. He become, becomes a man without ceasing to be God, of course, but to the point of actually uh, then yielding his life. So he's yielded the privilege of, mm. of of this for the benefit of others. And yeah. Ultimately, he, uh, he he sheds his life's blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. He lays down his life for us to the, to the point of death, even the death of the cross, the most vile and um and and wicked, unimaginable death. Yeah. Humiliating, shameful way to die. Yeah. 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 So this is, you know. Let each esteem others better than himself doesn't mean you're better than me. It's more, I want to, I want to treat you, you know, in, in, a, mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a loving, kind, gracious way. I'm going to look out for your interests. And that's what Jesus did when mm-hmm. he was on the earth. Yeah. And this is, this is what, um, theologians have called the great exchange, mm-hmm. um, which is, which is so, so the implication is Christ was taking on himself our, our sin and our guilt and our shame. And then he gives us his perfect righteousness in exchange mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. And that man, what a picture, you mm-hmm. know, like um, yielded all of that and gave all of that just to 
give us, yeah, you know, his yeah. righteousness, which is beautiful, man. Beautiful, man. And even when he's on the earth, man, like what he was, what he was giving up and what he was doing, giving up sleep, giving up mm. free time, giving up, you know, just giving up so much to, to just care and show compassion and tender love to, to so many people. Um, and we're called to be his followers and mm. we're, we're, we are enabled to be his followers as well because it's, it's verse one, the stuff is in Christ and we're in him. And so mm-hmm. it's in us now too. Um, and as we allow the Holy spirit to, to do his work and this will come out of us in how we treat other people, just like Christ treated other people. Yeah. It's good. You know, impli- implied in this passage is um, you could, we could really cross reference it with, um, with like Romans five um, because he's, he's moved to the point of death for us. And Romans five is like, man, we didn't deserve that because we were mm. his enemies. Mm. Like, there's there's plenty of people around who would die for someone that they loved and someone who had shown love to them, mm. but who like voluntarily dies for their enemies. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. and, and there's a gospel application, gospel community application there. Yeah, you know, yeah. pouring love and life into someone who's un, he's perceivably oh, undeserving. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. Someone who's hard to love and who's not earned your love. Yeah, man. That's yeah, yeah. That's good. That's the unconditional love we're called to. Mm. Um, so yeah, when it says in verse three, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each, if you look at it for his own interest, but for the interest of the others, mm-hmm. that includes the hard to love. Yeah. That includes the difficult, the obnoxious, the stubborn, the willful, you know? We could maybe say it especially includes them, you know, yeah. if, yeah. if we're taking Christ's example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's it, man. We're, we are, mm-hmm. we are, we walk worthy of the gospel by living in this loving gracious unity of affection for one another and we fulfill the 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 joy of the apostle paul while the philippians did but this is inspired by the spirit um by again doing this and preferring one another and look out looking out for one another's interests not just on a sunday but Mm. throughout the week um because that's what that's what a family does and then we're followers of jesus when we do this because he 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 did this Mm. um and we're called to have the same mind uh, and we see verse 9 to 11, what God thinks about such humility. Mm. He takes great pleasure in it because as a response to it, he highly exalts Jesus and gives mm-hmm. him a name above every other name. Um, and verse 9 says, therefore, begins with therefore, which means it's because of what Jesus did. It's because of his great humility and condescension mm. that the Father was pleased to highly exalt him. Um, and that's that's a biblical principle that God loves to exalt the lowly ones. Yeah. And he loves mm-hmm. to bring down the pride. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you are, man. That's that's part one of Philippians one another. And you got anything else, Dad? I'm I'm just thinking like um man, that's beautiful. It's it's absolutely beautiful to see the love of Jesus and to see um and, and to have that as a barometer and kind of like he is our, our great example as well as our savior. Mm-hmm. But man, that's like that's some lofty stuff, you know what I mean? So we're almost brought full circle to what we were saying at the beginning is mm-hmm. um he who has begun a good work in you mm-hmm. will complete it into the day of Jesus. Yeah. So it's like I'm not I'm not left on my own to try to work up this humility on my own. Not yeah, only is yeah. Jesus my example, but Christ in me through the Holy Spirit is trying to produce this. Yeah, and will and will one day will yeah yeah <laughs> that is and and will finish that uh, yeah. that beautiful work. So so theology is important, and uh, that's chapter three, mm. and living a. A holy life for Christ is important, although it doesn't get into that much. And the whole Philippians doesn't really get into that much at all. Basically, most of Philippians is live in unity with one another. Mm. And um, we're going to look at other things in Colossians and stuff about other issues. But um, but yeah, man, this this is 
This is a Holy Spirit-inspired epistle saying the way to walk worthy of the gospel is to love your brothers and sisters and live in gospel community. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the Baldy Bishops podcast. If you wish to get a hold of us, you can reach us at baldybishops at gmail.com. Or just check us out on Facebook and Instagram on Burton Baptist. Hey, do you want to go get an oatcake? Yeah, let's go up and eat the